0: Hello, this is Eduardo Rodriguez with the Food for Faith podcast, a podcast about loving your neighbors through food. Every day we have the opportunity to love through food. Eating is something we all have to do every day, so we want to help you think intentionally about how to add a missional moment to your day without adding more to your plate. For today's episode, we'll be talking about cookies. Cookies, cookies, cookies. If Cookie Monster was a regular listener to this podcast, this would definitely be his favorite episode. Um, but more specifically, we want to talk about how cookies can be used to add a missional moment to your everyday life. I think people tend to overthink words like community engagement, local mission, missional engagement. They might view them more in terms of you know structured roles or programs, uh, volunteer opportunities. And while that's all really great and really important to engage in, at the same time, I don't really feel like it always captures the whole picture of what community engagement can look like, because it could be something as simple as making a batch of cookies and sharing them with your neighbor. Today I have a guest who I think does just that. Um, she is known in her neighborhood in Holland, Michigan for her cookies. Um, we were just talking the other day about how little kids knock on her door and um, ask her to make a batch. and so. Um, I'm super excited to have with us Amber Taylor. She is a pregnancy counselor at Bethany. She's also with the Boulevard Church um, in Holland, Michigan. And she's also a minister of Word and Sacrament with the RCA. So welcome Amber, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm wondering if you can just uh, maybe introduce yourself a bit and a little bit about your work.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, Like Ed said, my name is Amber Taylor, and I um, have a couple different roles in ministry, which I really love. Uh, I work as a pregnancy counselor at Bethany Christian Services, and then I also um, have been a part of the Boulevard Church since we planted it almost two or three years ago. I think we started three (laughs) years ago, and we launched two years ago. So, yeah, yeah, I have a, a... great opportunity for ministry in both of those um venues which is really cool
0: yeah yeah and um amber i have a really tough first question sure uh, what is your favorite type of cookie and why
1: oh that's a good question (laughs) so for a really long time my favorite type of cookie was just a basic chocolate chip or chocolate chunk in my um in my way of doing a chocolate chip cookie but um but ever since then i did um i did perfect a sugar cookie a sprinkled sugar cookie which has been very popular and a lot of my friends who (laughs) love my chocolate chunk cookie have said that this is a close second oh Um, wow and can sometimes pull forward so (laughs) they're just so yummy and full of sprinkles and that sounds um, awesome yes they're very very good
0: yeah. Um, okay, cool. <laughs> and I, I, I'm wondering, like, what started your love for baking and maybe specifically what started your love for baking cookies?
1: Yeah, yeah. So first, uh, the first thing, my love for baking kind of started when I was a young girl. While my parents worked, my aunt um, would watch my sister and I, and she owns kind of like, well it used to be at the time a side bakery business just like right out of her home. Um, Now she does it more full time since she's retired from her actual job, but she would always invite my sister and I in the kitchen with her to bake cakes and cookies and all different types of baked goods. She took us to like a cake decorating class when we were younger. (laughs) And so uh, we just spent our summers with her. So we were always in the kitchen and always baking. and then. Um I've always loved chocolate chip cookies and it was actually during my time in seminary that I was like I'm oh. going to perfect a chocolate chip cookie. So I just started okay. like trying out different things. I mean every chocolate chip cookie is basically the same ingredients. There might be some like secret mm-hmm. ingredient, but it's usually the basic like flour, butter, sugar, vanilla, yeah. chocolate chips, but it's just the amount you use, it's the temperature you use your ingredients at um that kind of makes chocolate chip cookies different so i just started experimenting in the kitchen cuz i love a chocolate chip cookie and i wanted a perfect one yeah. and then eventually found yeah. figured figured one out so <laughs> you,
0: you wanted a, a little break from all of the the studying i'm assuming yes as well.
1: yes yes like it was a good outlet yeah. yes
0: yep yeah <laughs> i i love hearing that and i asked that mainly because like i find that we often share what we love and we mm-hmm. we often uh, want to pass on those loving memories and experiences onto other people because we mm-hmm. we love those experiences so yeah. much that it's something that like just comes out of us. I mean, for me, I just think about um, growing up. My my mom would spend uh, most you know a lot of the day cooking, mm-hmm. and with some you know Mexican dishes, um, they mm-hmm. can just take a while. So I yeah. would throughout the day be smelling and hearing. Different uh, different sounds uh-huh. and, and smells from the kitchen, and then we'd all gather. We'd always gather uh-huh. as a family, and mm-hmm. we'd we'd be passing around uh, all the dishes, the tortillas. We'd be mm-hmm. and we would just be sitting and eating together. And you know, I just have so many fond memories of that. That uh, today, you know, I one of my favorite things to do is cooking for my friends because it mm-hmm. just makes me uh, so reminiscent of those times and that's something I, I want to share. So yeah, what yep. does it look like for you to share your love of cookies for, for with other people? Cause that's, mm-hmm. I think you know why you're on this podcast is because you do such a great yeah. job of that because, and you, you've really become known in your neighborhood uh-huh. and, uh, in the community for, for your cookies and how you yeah. bring them and share them with people. So what does that look like for you?
1: Yeah. So it really is kind of started when during seminary when I was like trying out different cookie recipes and trying to uh, figure out the recipe for the perfect chocolate chip cookie I was living in the friendship house which is um, a community living environment at Western Theological Seminary that allows seminary students to live with adults um, with a cognitive impairment and so We really, I mean, everybody in the house basically had like an open door policy. So part of the joy for me in baking cookies or cooking in general was just that there was always people in and out of my kitchen and I would Mm -hmm. like constantly be feeding people or making people try my baked goods or making people try (laughs) my cookies. And um, I know for some people cooking or baking can be stressful and you just want to like do it in a quiet peaceful kitchen but part of (laughs) the fun for me is like the chaos that happens while I'm cooking and like people coming in and out and kind of what happens in the kitchen while the food or baked goods are being created so um so that has always been almost more of a joy for me than Mm. um than actually like feeding people but that that of course is like the 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 great like end result of it is seeing people enjoy Um, enjoy what you're what you've created and get to see them savor it and love it and just be happy while they're eating it so
0: yeah
1: um, yeah, it started there in the friendship house I think mostly because it that was just life there was very open and people in and out constantly so that helped me develop a love for it and so now I live by myself uh, with my two dogs but I still like crave that like people in and out of my kitchen so Mm -hmm. I find ways to make sure that happens
0: yeah yeah and so you know be honest uh with some of your first efforts how were they you know (laughs) were
1: okay (laughs) i think yeah they were okay um (laughs) i definitely it took a long time it took years to uh, till i figured out like the perfect taco cookie recipe so um you know there were times where they'd be (laughs) too flat or too i don't know too oily or whatever yeah um
0: so you persisted at some
1: Yes, itself, yes I persisted, yes.
0: really perfected. was uh, yes.
1: awesome. Yes, and my kitchen is always a mess while I'm doing <laughs> it, too. I am not a tidy and clean baker.
0: Flour <laughs> everywhere. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. yep. <laughs> so how, how have you, like, really incorporated that into your, like, normal everyday life? Uh, like, mm-hmm. how did you really you become, you know, the queen of the cookie, do you feel like? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: so I... I, first of all, just constantly have cookies on hand. Like, so there are always cookies in my freezer just so that I could take them with me wherever I was going. So whether there was going to be a meeting with food or just a gathering of people uh, without food, I always (laughs) believe that every meeting should have some food because it brings comfort to people and it makes people a little less anxious about whatever the gathering is for. just kind of break it breaks down barriers and it makes people feel calm and comforted and so i just started kind of bringing cookies with me wherever i went and then people i didn't even realize how good they were i mean now i know how good they are but like back then i was just like they're just cookies but people go crazy for them so i started bringing them just to kind of make sure there was food at things, and then now I bring them because people expect them (laughs) wherever I go. If I show up with no cookies, they're like, wait, what's going on?
0: Yeah, it'd be weird, right? You have to have
1: cookies in your hands. (laughs) Yeah.
0: No, that's cool. It sounds like yeah, um, you bring them places, but also that people come to your doorstep yeah. to ask for them, right? Like You yeah, like yes. talked earlier, and you uh-huh. said that sometimes uh, some of the neighborhood kids just come knocking on your door. Yeah, if you,
1: yep.
0: If you have anything in yes. the oven.
1: <laughs> yep. So my first like couple weeks living in my house, I was like, I gotta bake for my neighbors so that they know that. I bake cookies and that they're always welcome in yeah. my home or in my, on my porch or in my backyard. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and just never want people to feel, um, feel even embarrassed or shameful or weird about asking me. Cause yeah. it delights me so much to just give people food or cookies. And, um, so I, I love it when neighbors come by and specifically, yeah, my, the, the boy next door, he'll have friends over like, hey, you got any of those cookies? And and i will like, that's well, so I don't cool. have any made, but come on into my kitchen and I'll make you some. And uh, oh, man, then it just so creates cool. an opportunity just to, um, to connect with people.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love that. I love that story yeah. and how invitational you are towards people because sometimes that's all people need is that invitation. Yeah. How do you how do you see this as being part of like your discipleship journey? Because I mm-hmm. you know I really you know I'm wondering how this regular rhythm uh, like helps develop your faith
1: um, yeah. and your yeah.
0: um, relationship to Christ. You know just if you mm-hmm. could just share that a bit.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think all throughout the Gospels we see how food is important to Jesus and his ministry. Um, so eating with his disciples right before. You know, getting arrested. and um, on his journey to the cross, he ate with his disciples. And, like, his most vulnerable moment, he shared a meal with friends. In feeding the five thousand, he gathered people and fed strangers. Um, and then, you know, in his message to the Pharisees, even um, in you know, commanding them or inviting them to not just throw dinner parties for their friends, but for the poor and for the outcast. So just, yeah. All throughout the Gospels, I feel like this has been something that is clear, is that Jesus um, teaches us that there is a connection with food right. and inviting others in and um, breaking down barriers and um, kind of connecting. So that has been really influential in 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 that being a part of my ministry mm-hmm. is, you know in in the kitchen and in baking, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Is there a, a specific Bible story or verse that, like, really inspires you and that motivates you to continue to, you know, love people, mm-hmm. you know, through food the way you do.
1: Yeah. I mean, for the, for the right now in particular, and through the past um, three years that we've been planning the boulevard, um, our kind of key verse is um, in Acts 2, where it talks about um, devoting themselves to um, the breaking of bread. Um, so that was something that mm-hmm. we, um, we really felt like we wanted to be a part of our DNA and a part of who we were as a church was that we would be intentional about, um, about prayer, about fasting and about, and about breaking bread with each other and, and, and with our neighbors. Um, so that has been, as I, as I moved into the neighborhood where the Boulevard is and, um, in West core, that has been, um, the verse that kind of, um, encourages me and, yeah. and makes me want to press on to, um, cause we see that, that, that led people to Christ that led people to being right. baptized and to, to seeking God. And so mm-hmm. that has been my motivation in doing that too.
0: Yeah. And, uh, I love that. And I'm just yeah. kind of like just wondering then you're kind of talking about like the results, um, you know, that, that, that ministry of Jesus had, I'm just kind of mm-hmm. wondering what the results or fruits, um, you've had uh, mm-hmm. and the way that you've engaged your neighbors and your neighborhood.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, like I said before, the the part in, in Acts, the breaking of the bread, that is something that our church really um, lives out through potlucks and through, mm-hmm. you know, our life groups and um, gathering together in people's homes and making sure that we eat and um, share food together and make it an inviting place. But something that has been harder is getting people in, in our community to kind of come into, in into that, you know, it's yeah. always, um, a good idea in theory, but can be harder and, and take time to kind of, yeah. um, play out. But I think as I'm thinking about like m- me moving into the neighborhood and me being a part of the boulevard and, um, connecting with my neighbors and stuff, um, the neighbors i was talking about before of the the little boy and and his mom mm-hmm. um live in an apartment next door and i made them cookies early on and <laughs> so the fact that they can can just come over and feel welcome yeah, okay. um to come and that has created you know avenues of me being able to talk about um talk about the church and yeah. to invite them into what the boulevard is doing mm-hmm. um because i you know because I opened up my kitchen it didn't it didn't happen like overnight I've lived at my house for for two years now but mm-hmm. um but it but it yeah it just takes time yeah but absolutely. if you remain open to it then mm-hmm. I feel like God will really use that yeah um well yeah. you're
0: you're you're being a consistent part of their lives and that mm-hmm. is needed to build trust right yeah yeah is a big part about yes building trust and yeah um mm-hmm. so that makes a lot of sense and yeah. I, it's really cool that you're kind of talking about this. Um, uh, I don't know what I'd call it. I hate to, you know to use the word synergy, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna mm-hmm. use it because I can't think of another yeah. word right now. But between yeah. your your um, your daily cookie ministry and mm-hmm. the ministry of the Boulevard, that's a more yeah. structured. Uh-huh. You know, uh, kind of ministry and kind of the synergy between the two because they kind of feed with into one another. It sounds yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, maybe you can just talk a little bit more about how that plays out for you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think initially when I moved into the neighborhood, I I did think like, oh, I'll just invite. I'm in the neighborhood now. We have this neighborhood church. I'm just gonna like invite my neighbors to come on Sunday mornings, and they're just gonna come. Um, I just naively thought that that was how it was gonna happen <laughs> and for a lot of people in the community like church and faith and God like it can be messy for people and mm-hmm. people can have bad experiences or just you know different thoughts of what is actually going on there or what is required of them so um, so inviting them to church I realized wasn't wasn't the way to share the love of Christ with my neighbor um, I would definitely do that and I still yeah. I still definitely try to do that now but like the taking the small steps of inviting them into my kitchen first you know yeah. a church door might not be the door they want to walk through but they'll walk through my front door right. um, they'll well, stand in that. my kitchen and you know stand with me while I bake cookies <laughs> and then send them off with the cookies they'll do that and that's just <laughs> as important as what yeah. happens on Sunday morning worship yeah um, they're experiencing Christ. Um, mm-hmm in in just a different way but equally as important so um so I think staying consistent like you said staying consistent in doing that opens doors for me to then say yeah well hey come come to the boulevard on Sunday morning if you want to check out what it's like Mm -hmm. um I'll walk down with you or
0: whatever yeah yeah yeah. absolutely Mm -hmm. I love that and maybe you can just talk a little bit more about the boulevard and Mm -hmm. you know what your ministry and mission is looking like
1: yeah yeah so our um, our mission statement at the boulevard is discovering God's love with our neighbor. and so that is something that we we really strive for is to be a neighborhood church and to be um, be a peaceful and inviting place and a welcoming place for yeah. people who um, Might not have felt that way in church before. I think the thing that a lot of the leaders at at the Boulevard say is that we're a bunch of like misfit toys. Um, (laughs) That like we have this, you know, messy kind of faith that isn't perfect. Like for me, I went through a, you know, faith crisis after I graduated seminary and felt like I couldn't even be in the church. And that Mm -hmm. is never something I expected. And the Boulevard has helped me. you know, find God in church again. Honestly, yeah. Um, yeah. and so that I feel like is is what we want to be for our neighborhood, for um, for the men and women and kids in our neighborhood to be able to um, experience church in a different way again, yeah. or maybe um, in a new way, or in a way they never have before. Um, that is hospitable and just non. Um, non-threatening and just safe, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I, I now know so. that you, uh, as a church, also have a couple food ministries, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's, um, is, it, is it called the table? I believe. Right?
1: Um, Boulevard Table, which isn't Boulevard. meeting right now. Yeah, COVID. Right. I mean, everything is kind of different now mm-hmm. with COVID. But yeah, Boulevard Table was um, was a big success. Success pre-COVID, we had to get, like <laughs> yeah. um, kind of cut cut it off early, but. It was just a time where people could come um, in from the community and share a meal together and um, get some leadership development, kind of coaching, um, which was really cool. Um, we have Breakfast with Baby, which is um, <laughs> one of my favorite ministries at our church. Um, Tell me more. That sounds really yeah <laughs> Yeah, one, once a month. Um, mom's. And dads can come um, and bring their babies and um, have a meal together. And then there's um, material things available for them. So like diapers and wipes and formula and clothes and other material needs that they have. So that has been going on at the Boulevard and then Community Fourth prior to the Boulevard for for many, 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 many years. And it's something that definitely brings people in that Mm -hmm. We don't usually see it on Sunday mornings yeah, um, I love just because it's a community resource. So
0: breakfast with baby.
1: Yep. Breakfast with baby.
0: baby.
1: Um, oh, it's a great that. thing. <laughs> yes.
0: Great. Yeah. Yes. I, I get to hold a lot of babies there. during
1: that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yep. Yeah. Um, and and you also, as a church, um, I believe we're working with the local school, right? To provide yeah. some mm-hmm. meals for um, yeah. the kids
1: yep. there. Yep. Yep. All throughout covid um, we were a meal site for Holland Public Schools and, um, and then partnered with some other organizations to feed other groups, not in the school, but families yeah. in our community throughout COVID. And, yeah.
0: thank you so much, Amber, for sharing about what's going on at the Boulevard Church and the ways that you're uh, loving your neighbors through food. Um, And again, just want to highlight the relationship between uh, the Boulevard and its ministries and uh, the way that you're connecting with your neighbors through your cookies. And I just love how dynamic that relationship is. And I love um, how it just really feeds into one another. So so excited that we get to highlight that. Um just think that's really cool. Um, but just wondering for those who are listening and feel really inspired by um, your story and might want to start loving their neighbors through their cookies um, or through any other type of food. um, but maybe they're thinking to themselves, Oh, this still sounds a bit intimidating or a bit scary,' or maybe they're thinking to themselves, wow, my baking skills are a little rusty or not so good. I know that's definitely the case for me. I'm not the best baker. But just wondering if you have any, um, you know, just suggestions, uh, words of encouragement or any tips as they might want to start and take the next step.
1: Yeah, I think the first piece of advice is just to tell people that they don't have to have it 100% right or, be completely perfect at whatever it is, you know, if if you want to bake for somebody, but you're not a baker, um, you can buy store-bought cookies or, yeah. you know, the break-and-bake cookies. Um, yeah. People just really appreciate um, that human connection. It's not even, you know, necessarily about the, the right. actual cookie or what it tastes like. Like, it's about just that connection and I mean for myself for example like my next-door neighbors are a Hispanic family and the mom and the boy that I was talking about earlier they're Mm -hmm. a black family and I was like oh maybe they're not gonna want chocolate chip cookies maybe they're like a different type of baked goods I'm like everybody (laughs) likes chocolate chip cookies like don't even don't overthink things like just just connect with people and mm-hmm. um and be vulnerable and and opening yourself up and yeah. your home up to people i mean it just start small and realize you, mm-hmm. you don't have to be perfect and you don't have to worry about like messing up or getting it right like there's no wrong or way it's just connecting people and showing showing them the love of christ
0: yeah, yeah. Ah, awesome great suggestion yeah. <laughs> start small yeah. uh mm-hmm. that's uh that's really helpful um I'm just wondering, um, you know, this is something I ask everybody who comes on the podcast and I'm just kind of wondering about, you know, what is your favorite food memory?
1: Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I, I think my, my first memory of actually ever baking was, um, when I was a little girl, this was after I kind of developed a love for baking with my aunt and being in her kitchen. But, um, I got the most amazing gift any six-year-old girl could want, which was an easy bake oven Um, and made my first little cake in an easy bake (laughs) oven. And I remember my parents were having a big, like a big gathering of people. Um, and this easy bake oven, took so long to cook this cake i mean it's like a light bulb that cooks the baked goods in the easy bake (laughs) oven and i was like so excited to share it with everybody and everybody in the entire house which there were probably 20 people there i made sure everybody got a little piece of this cake and they literally got like probably half a bite of cake and people probably thought I was so crazy but that was part of the baking experience for me was making sure that every single person got some and got to enjoy it so I always like laugh and think of that memory and like realize that my love for baking and feeding people just started really young so
0: yeah yeah Yeah. I um I love that I love Mm -hmm. hearing people's memories and it's always around uh Food and sharing it with other people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always groups of people coming together yeah. and, um, and sharing food. So uh, yeah. I love hearing that. Um, yeah. Awesome. Um, and lastly, I'm wondering if you can give us your best Cookie Monster impression.
1: Oh I'm my just, gosh. <laughs> <I'm just kidding.
0: laughs> I, people
1: who know me know that I get so nervous about people <laughs> wanting me to do accents or voices. <laughs> I like cannot do it at all. <laughs>
0: I am totally kidding. <laughs> uh, just, uh, throw you know, an extra get sweat, curveball at me, yeah. Bit, you
1: definitely got me sliding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but no, it's been so good to have you. Yeah. Uh, I love your story again. You're just, uh, I just, I think a great example of what. Um, yeah loving your your neighbor can look like and Mm -hmm. um uh, so thank you so much for sharing your insight your story and um you will be sharing a recipe with us which i'm super excited about and everybody should be excited to check out as well um just wondering you know uh people wanted to reach out contact you or maybe it's the best through the boulevard wanting to connect to the boulevard you know just how can people connect with you
1: yeah, either through the Boulevard or through um, Instagram. I have a lot of, I mean, my whole life kind of is on Instagram, but specifically <laughs> like baking and cooking and um, and food stuff. So my, my handle is with love, Amber Jane, um, and I'm not private, but I like will sell baked goods through there okay. and just other things like that. So you can look me up on Instagram.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, again, thanks, Amber. Yeah, thanks for sharing thanks your love of cookies.
1: Absolutely. And, um,
0: we're, we're, just, we're just super pumped that uh, yeah. we're able to join us today.
1: So. Yes, me too. Thank you. Thanks,
0: thanks for everybody thanks. listening. Um, this is the end of Food for Faith, uh, today's episode. So thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time.